Welcome to Hard Count. I'm Mr. Brad Stone here with the one and the only at bat, T-Ball. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, we're, we are here to talk NFL, NFL only. Uh, this is a Heated Waves Network podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, and then we're just going to give some uh, takes on it. And then we're also going to talk about some NFL news around the good old NFL. T-Ball, you want to start it off first with the what you thought about the lowest scoring Super Bowl in NFL history, a.k.a. the boringest Super Bowl ever. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty boring. Um, it's just really all defense, really. I mean, you, you only had, you didn't have any points in the first quarter. Uh, you know, New England had uh, three in the second, and then it was halftime. Three so, to nothing in Three to halftime. nothing going into half. It's, yeah, it's not a very fun game to watch. But, I mean, I thought it was, honestly, you know, with teams averaging as many points as they were through their regular season, for the Rams to put up as little points as they did for New England having only like a 10th ranked defense. Yeah, like what happened to that offense? And New England being being held to 13 by a stellar defense. No touchdown passes out of Tom Brady. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, it just, I don't know. It, it was a weird Super Bowl to watch, really. Kind of baffled my mind because at first I was like, "Who's it going to be?" Like at the very end, and it just turned out to be Tom Brady. And I thought the officiating was pretty fair at For times. Once. Yeah, yeah, they kept it pretty fair, so I can't really have any complaints there. But just a they couldn't get to Tom Brady. They sacked him one time. You're not going to win. You're not going to beat Tom Brady if you don't get him. Like we've said, and you know what I'm going to say. But the one, the ways to beat Tom Brady, one is to rattle him up by sacking him or quarterback hitting him. But what did they not do again that we've been talking about on this show for the last three weeks in the playoffs? Well, they didn't stop that third down, Julian Edelman. They didn't stop Gronk. They, they went to Gronk in, like, key times, and he came through. He made a great catch uh, near that end zone. Over the shoulder one? Is that the one you're talking about? Over two guys? Um, I think he was in between two guys, and he came to his right, and it was right there, and he kind of had to dive a little bit for it. Yeah, you just you have to get after him, and when you don't, that's he did great on the run. Right. Well, I mean, Sony Michelle had 94 rushing yards of a touchdown. But that, that kid's just been beast. Yeah, speaking about him, he passed Corey Dillon uh, for 200 more than 292 yards, which was set in 2004 for most rushing yards in a single postseason in franchise history. I, did not, I forgot all about Corey Dillon playing there for the Patriots at yeah. that time. And also uh, has six playoff rushing touchdowns, tied second most in NFL history. Yeah, there were some uh, there were some key moments in that game. A lot of a lot of guys stepped up um, defensively. I thought it was a great game defensively. If you're into those defensive games, um, this is this was definitely that type of game. But just no offense from a team that has a, a bunch of offense. That's why, I'm, man, I'm still to this day would rather see the Saints and Chiefs go at it offensively. Yeah, I mean, you had Tom Brady. He was 21 for 35 on 262 yards, no touchdowns. One interception. Uh, Sony Michelle, 94 rushing yards, like you said. And then Julian Edelman, I mean, just 141 yards. I mean, Gronkowski with uh, 87. I mean, you got those three people. Like we, yeah, like you said, we mentioned, you got to stop those people. Yeah, they didn't because just Julian Edelman and uh, Gronkowski combined for 16 receptions, 218 yards of his 262 passing yards. Which is crazy to me. The problem I've seen there is what was up with Todd Gurley? It's just like they don't... 
I don't know if he doesn't care about football or whatever it is right now or the fact that they just built a game plan around C.J. Anderson when clearly Todd Gurley's the best running back right now. Well, I think that's a big question that everybody had on their mind even for the last two playoff games. Um, Todd Gurley was absent in both of them. Um, he didn't do very well. At and all. I remember that's what we were talking about a while ago, and it just being one of those things like, are you, I know you're coming back from injury, but is it still hurting on you? Are you, are you he well. had three weeks off. What in the world? How many more weeks do you need? Two more? You did five when you're going to the Super Bowl? And you don't want to win the Super Bowl, Todd Gurley? You did all that work this year, 17 touchdowns, and just killing it offensively just to come in there and just nonchalantly just not give a fuck it looked like at times. Or, like like I said also, maybe they just schemed him out of the game. I, I'm not sure why. Is there... I don't know. Um, I definitely can make a conspiracy for Todd Gurley and the whole talks with Le'Veon Bell and stuff like that um, with him, you know, wanting to get paid or him putting the idea in people's minds that he's wanting to get paid. Um, like he proved I'm a good running back through the regular season. And then when it came down, like, okay, now I'm going to prove a point here. You're going to pay me more money if you want production out of it. Which is bullshit in itself because it's like yeah, like it's almost like he's throwing he's throwing those playoff games. Like I'm not going to contribute to those. Right, you could have won a Super Bowl, man. Could have won a Super Bowl because what did I have the biggest argument about? I'm not blaming it on him or anything. Right, like that that's just what the talk that's going around about him. I said Todd Gurley's that whole team, and look, when he doesn't play, they just don't play well. Ten they got lucky. On Thirty-five yards. Yeah, they got lucky the game before the Super Bowl and won that game because he didn't get much touches, like you said either. But he's the whole offense. When he's out there, he makes the whole team better. And it's like, why are we scheming for C.J. Anderson and not Todd Gurley? I mean, C.J. Anderson isn't too bad. No, he played very good. Twenty-two yards. He's I mean, just not Todd Gurley. If you had a, they just didn't. I don't really think you know they were able to mix it up. Like I think it was just basic play calling was the problem. Both were great coaches, obviously. Both trying to make the best play calls they possibly can. I think it was just, it looked like to me, especially in the first half, it looked like somebody was scared to try to go after the first, you know, touchdown. Like everybody was trying to hold back a little bit. It also looked like Jared Goff was fucking freaked out. Like he's like, oh, I've never been in this big, big of a stage of a football game. And he was a little shut. He didn't play well. He was 19 for 38. That's 50 percent for 229 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. 57.9 passer rating. That doesn't get it done in the Super Bowl. That's got to be the first time in Super Bowl history that neither quarterback threw a touchdown. And I meant to look that up earlier, and I, I almost guarantee it probably is. Wasn't this the lowest, lowest scoring game Absolutely. in Super Bowl yeah. history? In NFL history, it's just the Super Bowl, is, it's crazy. It's uh, strange. Well, with that stupid Super Bowl win again, you know, Tom Brady gets six rings and New England ties the Steelers with six Super Bowl wins in NFL history. Also, Bill Belichick ties George Hallis and Curly Lambeau, go Pack Go, with most championships at six in NFL history. A lot of people probably didn't know this unless they were watching the Super Bowl, but they probably might not have caught it. Tom Brady has never thrown a first quarter touchdown in any of his nine Super Bowl appearances. Never thrown a touchdown in that first quarter. That is hmm. crazy. A guy like him, you think would have. No, he only throws the ball 20, like under 20 yards. Yeah, right. Accurately, anyway. That uh, zero points, 57 yards, six punts, and two first downs were the fewest hit by the Rams in the first half under Sean McVay and his era. That 57 yards of offense in that first half. Yeah, you gotta you gotta push against 
um, a team like New England. I think you got to come out firing hot. Um, and they waited way too long. Yeah. Because what you, you got to make the mistakes, got to get the, the bad shit, the juju out of you before you start, you know, stepping up and making it. And I think they were waiting too long to exploit that in golf. And New England's a second half team. Yeah. They put you away in the second half. You either are really good and you end up somehow beating the Patriots in the second half, but Bill Belichick is an amazing second half coach. And he rarely loses in the second half, especially if they're winning, even if they're up by three points. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get a New England earlier, and uh, they, they just failed to do that. The Rams just, really at first, no team could get it together. It's, no, it just looked horrible. It's like, this is a lot of punting. I think the first eight um, possessions for the Rams were punts. Horrible. Eight or nine first possessions. Just like I said, Jared Goff looked scared or nervous or whatever it was in the big time. Because he was overthrowing, underthrowing, throwing at the line. Like, he had no... He had no awareness in the game in the first half. He kind of turned it on in the second half, but it was just, like you said, a little too late. I mean, what was with that throw there at the end? That he threw the interception? That interception? It's like, what are you doing? What route did you think he was running? You thought he was running up and then come back after 10 yards for it? No, he was going for a, just well, a deep ball. Well, fucking wet duck wobbling through right. the air. And look, I don't want to put the speculation out there or anything, but again, that looked like a rigged football game with that throw. <laughs> No oh. one, no one makes that throw, man. I would go far to say that he, people are gonna say he got hit, and shit like or the that. ball got tipped, or something. But no, man, that was the worst throw. Like, where was the communication? This is you're talking about the biggest game in the NFL season, and you and your wide receiver are not on the same page. And you, he thinks he's running a streak. You think he's running a comeback. Yeah. And I don't know where he's putting that ball, but that was only for the New England defense to get. It was pretty horrible fucking pass, but but yeah, I mean, Tom Brady did what he had. I mean, gotta give the props to him. Tom Brady did what he had to do. He got it done in the end. He didn't have to do shit. I mean, he put him <laughs> in position. Right. He put him in position. All right, want to move on to some uh, NFL talk? Yeah, um, there's some s- funny stuff in the news and maybe a little bit of rumor and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you remember the Colts kicker, uh, Pat McAfee? Yeah. Okay, so he just signed a deal with a WWE wrestling company. What? Yeah, um, he's not going to be wrestling. Um, he's just joining the media team over there. He says he's a pretty big uh, wrestling fan, and uh, he's been wanting to kind of get into a media department. Because um, that's how you work your way up. Yeah, yeah, so he wants he wants to kind of do that. He's like, I'm basically there to do whatever they want me to do. He's like, if it means, you know, if I have to get in the ring one day, I will. He's like, but not gonna be it. Well, it's so fake. It's not like you'd get hurt or anything anyway. But right. that's that's odd to go from NF, professional NFL to working in the wrestling division and media and all that stuff. It's just I don't know. That's, I think there's a lot of spectacle around it too uh, with him, like having weird little celebrations that he does. God, so it'll fit in pretty well over there with the WWE. Yeah, I guess that's what they're thinking. Um, gotcha. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. They are looking for a quarterback in Nick Foles. Um, which might require a trade with Blake Bortles. Um, but Joe Flacco, I think, is in contention to get to Jacksonville as well because we have a couple other teams that are obviously after Nick Foles. I think he'll probably be the biggest free agent right now. Yeah, well, here's the thing. The Jacksonville Jaguars, any of these guys are better than freaking Blake Bortles right now. I don't even know why the Eagles would take that offer. Blake Bortles is definitely not better than Nick Foles in my eyes. The guy has been garbage. He can throw the ball, okay? He can throw for a lot of yards. What do you do? 
Other than that, what's he done? He's never won a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. He's he's not clutch down in the stretch. He's not a fourth quarter guy that locks it down and and wins games. He's terrible. I would take that trade in a minute if I'm Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, the Broncos are taking a look at. Um, you know, Nick Foles. They just can't get a quarterback down there, man. There's a big question on where Joe Flacco is also going to go this year, too. With, He's not um, that great to me. Them having Lamar Jackson, you know, pretty much dead set as a starter this, this yep. coming year. So, young-ass guy. He's got a lot of potential. He's like, what, 23? Something like that, 23, 24. He's a young guy. He's pretty young. He's talented. I'll give him that. He just needs to sit in the pocket a little longer and learn how to throw in the pocket. Quit taking off so early. Mm-hmm. But... Playing the AFC, bro, you're a red team. Where, where would you hypothetically think Joe Flacco would go if he didn't end up going, you know, to Jacksonville? Who else would need a quarterback right now that's kind of desperate? Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo. They need a whole bunch of offense down there. If New York would have waited, I guess. Uh, what if he went to uh, the Giants? You know, Eli's getting old. Because I, I think they're going to draft, you know, a quarterback this year. But what if he was in the mix over there? Yeah, I don't know. That, that might be a big question, too. What's Eli going to do here? He needs to do something different. I think he needs to get out of the NFC and go to the AFC. Like, in his career, is a little easier, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the AFC, they run more. So that might be a little more. Now that he's a little slower. Older. Yeah. Gets hit a lot. Got sacked a lot this year. Got sacked, like, four times a game. But, yeah, I mean, the Broncos, they're a little situational tight. They need, they need something strong if they want to have a contention at anything in the quarterback position. John Elway don't uh, play when it comes to them quarterbacks. He wants them. Yeah, Case Keenum, he, man, he let me down this year. I thought that was a great fix, great mix, put him over there, trade him, or sign him, and it just uh, kind of backfired. Unless he needs another year in the system, I get that, but they need some wide receivers. Traded away Demarius. Uh, Manuel Sanders at the end of the year, he got hurt for the rest of the year. They need some wide receivers there. I don't think they need to focus solely on a quarterback right now. But, yeah. hey, Le'Veon Bell, back in the news as always. One, they're going to try to franchise tag him, they say it again. But uh, he actually has the most yards from scrimmage in the first 62 games of a career, which is more than anyone since 1950, and that's when they started taking down stats. Hmm. started them. Yeah, so he's got the most yards from scrimmage in the first 62 games. Can you have something to add on to that Yeah. about was, Le'Veon? Well, it was the whole Todd Gurley, um, just basically his lack of use in those playoff games. Because I know we had a conversation about him, um, you know, saying it wasn't about, what was his comment? It wasn't about the money. No, it's not about the money. It's about making sure, you know. Um, you set, you set an example and you, and you show all this good stuff for other running backs like Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Melvin Gordon, and Todd Gurley. Yeah kind of set that bar and set the example of how great of a running back he is. Yeah, so uh, I guess they should get paid like it. He said it wasn't about the money, but it is about the money. Right. It's always about the money. I mean, that's why you're playing, because you're good at it, and you like it, and you love getting paid even more to do it. Absolutely. You can't tell me he doesn't. So he's a lot of things. Um, <laughs> as as we've seen at the, the beginning of this year, so for a while now, so. So, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the Chiefs got something going on. Um, Chiefs GM Brett Veach, uh, I don't know if you heard, but he's actually kind of left the door open for a Kareem Hunt return. Wow. If he can, if he can get off that exemplus, right? Yeah, so he expo- he spoke to the media, um, kind of gave an unclear answer. It, it wasn't a yes, um, 
but it wasn't really a no. I think that's because he doesn't know what they're going to do with him yet. The NFL is going to, how they're going to punish him. He was basically saying, um, you know, anything can happen. Um, but yeah, that would require him to get off that commissioner exempt list and then, you know, take care of all the shit he's got to do, all the programs he's got to do that are required of the NFL and, you know, obviously by law and get it done. And maybe, yeah, if they can afford him at the time or the situation's right, he could probably return to Kansas City. Or if he went somewhere else. But that's what I'm saying. I, honestly, I think if he can get that done by the time it's done, I don't think the Chiefs will want him, or I think he'll be wanting to go somewhere else anyways. Well, yeah, that or they just don't want to deal with his drama again. If he does do that, fucks up again, because... He'd probably have to make that happen pretty quick. I mean, he's got a couple months, so we'll see. But that's another reason why I think they lost to the Patriots. They didn't have that example of a a running back there. God, if they had Kareem Hunt that game. Hopefully so. Hopefully he's smart. Yeah, he goes through all the programs, like you said, and straightens up. Maybe they'll let him play football and those do that shit quiet. Probably has to. We'll see what happens with him. Um, There's some other news. and Okay, so you know how I said during one of our picks uh, podcast that I thought that the Dolphins were going to win their division? Yeah. Okay. And I laughed at you? Yes, I think everybody <laughs> laughed at me. Um, They're the next closest team that has a chance in that division. Yeah, I thought, I thought for sure they were going to get it, but obviously they didn't. They got the Patriots in that division, and they didn't come through. But uh, the Dolphins um, are making some great decisions this year. Yeah. Um, so for the start of next year's season, they've actually hired uh, the Patriots defense coach, uh, Brian Flores, nice. as their head coach. Nice, good for them. Um, they are also planning on getting rid of Ryan Tannehill. Finally. God, I've been saying that for years. Just like Andy Dalton needs to be gone with the Bengals. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> He's so, Ryan Tannehill has never been good. Yeah, he may have a couple seasons that you look on his stats and they look good. But if you were watching using the eye test all year long and watching this guy, no. Makes the worst decisions, the worst throws. But does throws the worst interceptions at the worst times. You think you'd get him into like a different scheme? He'd be any better. I think so, but the, it would also have to do with the coach and what he called play wise to help this guy out. Because I think he needs confidence throws at first. Because that's what he did. They don't give him any confidence throws. And what I mean by that is like little ten yard throws, five yard pitches to get his right, confidence right. up, all that stuff. And he, they just go out there and let him loose. And he's just not one of those quarterbacks that can do that. You're not in Rodgers, a Brady, a Breeze. You know, guys like that. You're not those guys. But I'm glad, finally. That's true. We'll see who, who the Dolphins want to pick up. If, Watch Flacco. Probably Flacco, <laughs> yeah, maybe. AFC. They might take, they might take him. Um, so, and they also, uh, Chris Greer, um, he was kind of like one of their part-time GMs. They have appointed him to full-fledged GM. Um, so maybe they'll have a little more control over there, um, making sure things go the right way this year. But Success, I'm gonna say finally. It, I'm going to say it right now. They're going to win the division. <laughs> They're going to win that division. What they need, honestly, is just offense. they got a pretty decent defense. It could be a little better. But the offense needs to change up. Needs a new quarterback. Needs some wide receiver help because they don't have nobody there. And uh, I, I can see them win nine, ten games. I'll say that right now. It's possible. I would love for them to win the division because I'm tired of Tom Brady and the Patriots. Because other than New England, who, it's the Jets and Bills. Yeah. So like those are those are divisional wins right there. Easily. That's yeah. two two those a year. Those two teams aren't going to do anything great anytime soon. No, because they got a young rookie quarterbacks for both of them. And Buffalo has no team either. Yeah, they usually don't, so. which is kind of sad since what was those years they went like four years in a row. 
Right, and lost every Super Bowl. Yeah. I got one more thing, man. The NFL, after that Saints blown call, uh, Rams cornerback. Yeah, Robbie Robbie Coleman. Yes, uh, NFL considering a rule change to allow coaches to challenge incorrect judgment calls by officials during the games, which means if they were to call like a legal hands in the face holding or something like that, and you go and look at the replay afterwards and that never happened, you could throw the red flag. Yeah. But to keep that from being abused, what they've set up is if you get the if the refs deem that you know that was wrong with your with your challenge that you would be penalized either a time runoff or penalized for each one you got wrong that way you wouldn't be able to just keep challenging and challenging every single call that they ever challenge you know made right. on the field only like two like they do or yeah it'd probably game. be like two they haven't really said that specifics but yeah the ability to challenge those calls by refs would be uh, you know included a penalty or a time runoff if the coach is wrong by their decisions so they can't just be like oh yeah let me challenge that one oh let me challenge that one that one's wrong nope there was no holding there challenge so it doesn't slow down the game as well right so, so if there was a runoff how long would you think the runoff would be like i don't a know 10 second? i don't know like if it would be is it like if they make some penalty towards the end of the game i would say depends on I don't know if they would do it, whether it's depending on what point of the game it's at, or they just have a set time, like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20, 30, whatever it may be. Right. Like, say it's two minutes left before halftime. They got the ball, they're down by five, and they're about to score, and they get that challenge wrong by the refs, and they run it off 30 seconds. Well, there's the rest of the you know, the half, and you're screwed. So, could I don't know. It could be situational, or it could be set times. Right. I'm hoping it's set times, like a 10-second runoff, 20-second runoff, 30-something. We'll see how they work that out. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a long off-season to figure it out. Yeah, we'll see, um, you know, how this affects, you know, the way football is actually played. Because, um, you know, that's a great idea to have something like that if you did Right. Everybody feels the same way. Yeah, you see, oh my God, no, that was not, that was a blown call. It's like, okay, now I can throw a fucking flag now. And that changes that whole course of the game. But see, it's almost a double-bladed sword. Yeah, because like we discussed, I mean, there's there's rules implemented, but the rules weren't exercised. No. Um, So these could be, who's to say a ref throws a flag and, you know, or he doesn't throw a flag. And you throw your review flag saying, hey, there's a penalty right there. Obviously, you need to go back and look at that. Who's to say that ref doesn't go in there and be like, fuck that. I'm not yeah. getting booed by hundreds of right. thousands of people. I'm not going to look bad on my judgment call. Right. Because I think it takes, if I was a ref, I'd say it kind of takes some of like the trust out of being a ref. how I officiate the game. Yeah, it's like we're kind of less important here now. Yeah, if you're going to go to that, then that. Because you're always calling my judgment like doesn't isn't that what's a part of like keeping it fair yeah and also nfl wants to look right all the time and they don't want to look wrong by you know you do that so they may not do it they may or may not do it but i think it should be implemented in and should definitely it should have already been a standard anyway yeah and a rule anyway because sometimes there's some calls you're just like what i think it'd be good but i also think uh, it could have some problems but i'm mr bradstone i'm t-ball this was the hard count with uh this was the hard count off the heated waves podcast networking so i uh, hope you guys liked it uh leave us voicemails we love them yep can't wait to uh, you know get some stuff done with people and uh make sure we get this out to everybody i think appreciate the listeners yep peace out